Hey everybody, JD here from Ring the Bell Radio. Please sit back and relax and enjoy part two of our discussion on WCW Bash at the Beach 96. So, so you know, the crowd starts mauling around in the background. Yeah, yeah, especially... Um, oh, big waving. Big waving. Big waving. Big waving. All right, so there was this guy that we always try and pick someone in the back of the crowd when we're watching a pay-per-view event. We give them a name, and we yeah. basically, you know, we follow them. Oh, look at big, you know, look at X, Y, Z now. Anyway, so in this one, it was a dude I called huge. Oh, the guy was massive. He could have been a wrestler. Um, at least six five. At least, oh. at least like between six three and six five, and he must weigh what two three two fifty. He had to be close to three hundred pounds. It, it was huge, right? Yeah. But anyway, he had these gigantic arms. So he puts these arms up, and yeah, I'm just like, yeah, man, that's that's big waving. He earned that name. He he get out of the hood every day, and he'd be big waving on that corner, and he worked hard. And in the end, the hood was better because of it, and they gave him the name Big Waving. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Yeah. If you, in case you were wondering how he got the name Big Wave, so, yeah, he's uh, he has a backstory. <laughs> yeah. Big Waving has a backstory. Okay? God damn it, he can get me. Big Waving can get me some of my grapefruit juice. <laughs> damn it. Anyway, so we followed him, but the perfect thing was there was this part where Jimmy Hart was in the ring. All right, this and is during big... a DDP match. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it was. Okay. All right. There's this part where he's in the ring and big waving is behind him, has both of his arms out like this. Jimmy Hart turns to look at the camera and it literally looks like he has horns coming out of his ears. It was <laughs> hilarious. So thank you, big waving, whoever you are. We will always remember you. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a slow match, but, you know, let's... Let's move on to some so more matches. So this next match, I don't think we have to spend a lot of time on. We're just going to give. Uh, it, it'll, guys, it'll be up to you whether you want to discuss it, but it was the double dog collar match. The Nasty Boys uh, versus Public Enemy, Rocco Rock and Jung, uh, Johnny Grunge. Um, this match made absolutely no sense. It was I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, in my opinion, it was God awful. It was yeah. god awful. There was, was no point was to it whatsoever. It was bad. They were trying to get tables to break. They weren't breaking. They went back to. They went all the way. They made it a point to go all the way back to the beach. And I think Knobs was, uh, or no, Johnny Grunge was hitting Knobs with uh, an inflatable shark. Yeah. Oh raft. my god. That 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 made the whole match. Right yeah, that there. made the whole match. You but it, up an inflatable shark. And hit a nasty boy with it. It was hilarious. It was it was a little over twelve minutes. I mean, there's I really don't want to talk about this match just because of how bad it was. Yeah, me neither. I'm, I'm was... sorry. It was close to twelve minutes, but all we're I... gonna say is this: is is Barris, you could you could say whatever you want about this match, but if if you guys really want to see what we're talking about, if you have the network, if you if you have the network, go to Peacock, find Bash at the Beast '96, and fast forward all the way up to this dog collar match and watch it for yourself, and you can gather your own opinion on it. 
yeah it was goddamn terrible it was mm -hmm. there was no point to it I, I guess it was kind of laced out like a comedy match it didn't work with it didn't work boys. no it just it was wrong wrong wrestler other wrestlers could have got away doing it Comical that's which that's what should have been a dark match and they should have put like uh the rock and roll express versus uh fire and ice on the card no yeah that. i want i want to see jim powers defeat hugh morris oh our buddy jim yeah, yeah. i would have liked to see jim I want to see that match, you man. know. And of course, they have Jim win when he's not being televised. Yeah, like come you on, know? come on. I would have rather I would have paid money to see Jim before over John. I mean, I don't mean to speak ill of Public Enemy because you know they have both since passed, but I would have rather see Jim Hugh Morris over Johnny Grunge and Rocco Rock versus the Nasty Boys. Yeah, I agree. So, Let's move on. All right, Logan. I'm going to let you talk about this one because this is your new favorite wrestler. Yeah. So Dean Malenko. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll do the intro. Thank you can oh do the Lord. intro. Ferris's <laughs> oh, fault. Ferris, quit interrupting me. Yeah. All right. So what? Dean Malenko versus Disco Inferno. Now, let me tell you this again. I don't know who these bloody people are. All right. I have no clue. Who the f is this dude walking down there? Dude, disco dancing, and JD's actually doing it. He's desk right now. What is that? Is that the sprinkler? Oh my w god, he's doing the sprinkler. WMBC. Okay. <laughs> so he comes down, but the gimmick is so funny. Okay, I loved it. The minute he got in the ring, the disco ball and everything. I just, I love the character straight away. He gets in the ring and then Dean Malenko comes down, right? Dean Malenko looks like a very serious fighter. You know, he's got his game face on. He's very big built. What are you doing, JD? You sick. <laughs> I'm still doing the disco dance. I'm sorry. That's not a disco <laughs> dance. <laughs> Whatever you were doing, I thought you were summoning Cthulhu because that weren't dancing mate <laughs> hell. I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt right, you you know the Continue. butterfly effect it's, it's a quantum physics thing if like a butterfly flaps its wings on one side of the earth a tornado will hit on the other side of the earth well what just happened there with JD is something really really good just happened to the person it was on the other side of the earth because JD did something <laughs> insanely bad on this side, all right? So the uh, counterpoint was this dude just won the lottery. Okay. All right, all right, all right. All right. Let me get over the back. Okay, okay. talk him seriously. Talk God. about Dean Malenko yes, now. I'm, I'm sorry. About Dean I got so excited Dean over Disco Inferno. Very serious-looking serious wrestler gets in the ring. He's very aggressive on the attack. Disco Inferno is, you know, dancing around. I, I didn't think the match would work. Because they're so different character-wise. But Dean Malenko is just like aggression. You can just see yes. it on his face. You can see it in the way he moves, how he grabs. And to keep that kind of thing <laughs> up, okay? WWX. Yeah, exactly. You've, gotta, you've really got to have the stamina. And you've really got to have that willpower to, you know, this guy... Even when the move went wrong, you know, and he's slamming somebody, he's taking a breath, and he knows the that the, the move's gone wrong. No emotion on his face, just none. 
you know, and it was great. He sold it so good. And JD is telling me he's the the man of a thousand holds. Yes, about a thousand and one holds or something. No, like a thousand that. holds. The man of a thousand holds. He okay, was. so he gets in the ring, and um, you know, like they're doing grappling. He's doing grapple work like crazy. Matt wrestling. Yeah, yeah Barris will Barris will even tell you he was a great mat tactician wrestler. But here was oh, the yeah. cool thing: is Disco Inferno, you know, wasn't just sitting there allowing him to put him in all these holds. He was actually trying to turn them over, which made Dean think of another move to put him back into. And you've got four, three to four transitions. Sometimes it was great, and then then just like you, he gets up. Now they're doing, you know, full force wrestling at each other. They're now they're picking their up. Now they're doing suplexes. And again, his is just aggression level. His face, his emotion in the ring, never, never changed once. Yeah, yeah, never changed. And it was great. But the same thing for Disco Inferno. I was so surprised. The good comedy character that can wrestle and really give, like Rick Martel. Yes. Okay, same okay. kind of thing, right? Uh, you know, very, uh, I, I loved him. I loved the match. The match was great. I saw everything. There was high flying. There was heavy wrestling. There was mat wrestling. There was fast wrestling. It was everything in one match. Definitely gets my ace on this one. This is my ace match, man. I'm telling you. Now, I want to tell you something. Um and I, uh, Barris, I told Logan this last night, and I kept waiting for it. And I went, Dean Malenko, I hope, gets to do one of my favorite moves in wrestling. Um, this is kind of embarrassing. It was the cloverleaf. Uh, what, what, the cloverleaf. What, is that what he did? The dra the dragon cloverleaf, Barris? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, the cloverleaf. Texas cloverleaf. That's Texas. it. Oh, my God. Sorry, I was just having them. I was just like, "There's me saying it's one of my favorite moves in wrestling," and then, and then the 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 name just uh, escaped to me, and I kept going. Um, I did. We're, we're fine. We don't need a reason of why you're losing your mind. No, you're I wasn't going to say that. You just interrupted <laughs> me. But no, 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 no. You've never. Oh, shut up, Barris. You've never seen that move before. No, and I was like, what okay. The and I kept saying, about? I was just like, like oh, he's going to do it, the Texas Cloverleaf. And when he did it, I went, "There it is." And you were like, "Mother." God damn, hot dog. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was a good move. Oh yeah. my holy shit, that's amazing. Yeah. It, it was pretty it was pretty cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I loved the match. The match was just I'm phenomenal. I'm I'm excited talking about the match. Now, I mean it was a good well, match. now, yeah. So yeah. I want to hear what Barris thinks about Dean Malenko. Is he one of your favorite guys or no? He's up there. I mean, you you always count on him to have a great match with anybody. Anybody his size, bigger, stronger, they can make it work. Stronger, better, faster. We can rebuild him. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, ba -ba 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 -da -ba. Next, next one. Okay. The next one. This this was kind of I think this is where we kind of lost interest where I personally lost interest. It was Steve McMichael, member of the Horseman versus Joe Gomez. Yeah. I have no idea who this Joe Gomez was, and um, they're really to be honest, we weren't paying attention to this one, so we really have nothing to talk about. With yeah, it, it was <laughs> it was boring. 
I really didn't care about it first couple of we, minutes. I, I was I, just out of it. We started talking about like Transformers or something. No, when I was we going started on talking about Stephanie McMahon here. <laughs> well, you started no, you started talking to me about remember when Triple H was Hunter Hearst Hemsley, and I went, "Yeah, I do, aristocratic." And all right, Logan, get back you... to wrestling. Okay. Um, yeah, whatever this match. Yeah, there was Steve Michael, uh, Joe Gomez. Anyway, for those of you still listening, um, Rick Flair, go ahead. Rick Flair against Conan was the next match. Why did he spell it? Days that the oceans drank Atlantis. (laughs) Let me tell you about the time of high adventure. (laughs) Oh my god. Only a certain uh, few are going to know what that is. Put the name in the comments of the movie. And if you get it right, you'll win a prize. I'm not telling you what the prize is, but there you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Ric Flair. Woo. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. Boring match. Well, like, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't. How did you like Conan, though? He was a good wrestler. He had that, you know, aggressive, you know, uh, poise. But I don't know. It just it didn't grab me. He, he did good moves. He was a good wrestler. I just think it's a bad pairing. Like, Flair just doesn't work with some people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Flair just does not work with, you know, Stone Cold. Flair wouldn't work with The Rock. You know, well, Flair probably would work with Rock. Um, you know, Flair wouldn't work with Roman Reigns anymore. You know, it's just, it don't, I don't know. I just, I think it was a bad pairing, honestly. I really do. Um, but anyway, it was, it was quite boring. Conan was all right, though. Um, there was Miss Elizabeth and woman in the ring. Yeah. There was this really weird vignette thing beforehand with uh, Mean Gene, Ric Flair, Miss Elizabeth. Oh, that was weird. And woman was like, it's sexual abuse what she was doing basically nowadays. Like, you couldn't get away with what she was doing to Gene. You know, it was was touchy. It was grabby and all this. But it was, yeah, I mean, it was weird. So weird. Um, but yeah, the match was rubbish. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> it's just like the match was rubbish. Yeah, I think, you know what, though? I think by this time we were just like, all right. Well, it was the giant. You didn't realize, um, I think what you said. No, wait a minute. That's the next match. The giant and Kevin Sullivan versus Arn Anderson and Chris Benoit. Yeah. yeah. Arn Anderson, one of one of Barris's favorite people. Right. We met him, right? Yeah. Yeah, we met him when we went down to the yeah, uh, thingamajig. Nice guy. Yeah. Where did you meet nice where, where did you meet him again? Well um IWP? C. Yeah. IWC Elizabeth C. Yeah. 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 But yeah, when we went down to the event there, um Barris actually introduced us. It's, it was cool. He was a nice guy. It really is. And um who else did we meet that night, Barris? Um, who's the manager oh, uh, trainer guy? Jimmy Hurt. Uh, we we met uh, uh, Fonzie. Yeah, Fonzie, that was it. 
Henry from, Winkler. Yeah, from, <laughs> no, not, no. <laughs> Wrong funds, but both cool. Right. Okay. So I actually enjoyed this match. Well, I mean, the Giant, I think, was only in the match for what, Logan, maybe a minute? If even. If even, because yeah. this this is where, okay, this match right here was um, one of the matches where the, the, announce, the, the commentators did a very good job in explaining why Kevin Sullivan was being in the ring so long. Because I think, because this is what I liked about it. The commentators were, 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 they were commentating on the match, but they were also sort of like Bobby Heenan and all that. And, uh, and Dusty Rhodes were also telling you slowly, they were throwing bits of the backstory in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And right. Yes. And you understood why Kevin Sullivan was in that match 99% of the time because they kept bringing up the fact, I think it was Dusty going, all right there, baby, on in the Chris Benoit was saying they were going to give a beating to Kevin Sullivan there. You know what I'm talking about, Iron Mike, you know, and they were going to really take him down. So that explained why Yeah, yeah. Sullivan was in the ring so long and hardly any... um time of the giant was in there i mean he was on the apron most of the time so and i think he came in what right at the end and he did, he did the clothesline from outside well he did that clothesline from the apron yeah and then he did another thing from the apron and then when he finally got tagged in he did the suplex and then the choke slam the choke slam yeah 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 because they did the suplex first remember so and and uh, he was what 24 23 20, 23 24 yeah. years old then it's hard to think that that was 25 mm. years ago but oh no i mean he's 49 now 48 49 now so subtract that from 25 but i mean the match was okay i mean there was some great arn wasn't at his best at that match i wish you you really logan you really got to see an old school arn anderson match and mm. barris this is what i was telling logan uh the other day is we got to find a match one like original horseman, uh, old NWA style where it was him and Tully, uh, in a yeah. tag team match. And you could really see you if, if, and I, I don't mean when Tully and Arn got to WWE back in, you know, after they jumped, but this is back when they were horsemen. And if you could see Tully and Arn in that ring in a tag team match, you're in for a treat with their tag team wrestling. They well, would I'm, put, I'm willing. If if you if you would have took took Arn and Tully from back in the eighties and put him in wrestling today, no team would be able to touch him. I'm I'm not talking about win loss record. I'm talking about the style of match and what they could do. Like yeah. they they would be untouchable. They would be such even if they were heels, they would be such fan favorites. You know what I mean? They would be mm-hmm. just, they would steal the show. See, I miss stuff like that, man, when you've got, you know, these wrestlers in their prime and I never got to see him, you know, and part of that is because of where I lived as a kid, you know, and part of that is disinterest because I was a WWF brainwash kid, you know, Um, but (laughs) yeah, yeah, it's true. All right. So. It was, it was an okay match. Uh, I I would have loved the Giant to do more, but yeah, he didn't. But it is what it is. You know, it's cool. It was a decent enough match. Let me say that. It was, it's worth watching. 
um, the next one main event. was the main event. So you got the outsiders, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, who's Diesel and Razor Ramon. All right. I will be referring to them as Diesel and Razor Ramon. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. There we go. And um, Randy Savage, Sting, and Lex Luger. Okay. So there was men, it was a free on free. So the whole thing through the night with Mean Gene doing these little vignettes was asking people if they knew who the third person was. And again, I have no idea on this at all. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know any WCW wrestlers apart from the guys I pretty much just watched tonight. That's it. So I was in, I was interested in who this third person was going to be myself. So it starts off. It's a decent match. You know, there was some slow bits to it. I admit that there was, but it was pretty decent to watch as a main event. Um, and you still got that thing of, you know, they, they had to kind of cut things out. So early on, I think it was Luger. Yeah, Luger gets like thrown out the ring into the barrier and like he's totally unconscious or, or some such. Okay. Um, so they actually stretcher him off. So you're like, okay, well, Luger's out now. Um, I can't remember what happened to Randy Savage got in there. I can't remember what happened to Randy. I think he got... No, he was the last guy because Sting got out next. Um, Some reason busted up and it left Macho Man in the ring. I think it was or Sting in the ring. It was either one. I can't bloody remember. Anyway, so the... the, You know, Diesel and Razor Ramon have been portrayed as bad guys. Paul and Nash. Okay, and this cool thing is I didn't (laughs) know what this whole invasion thing or the takeover. The hostile takeover. hostile takeover was. Again, didn't know storylines. So I had no idea that the way this was framed was that Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, there you go, all right, we're actually still working for like WWF and they were invading WCW. I had no idea it was portrayed like that. Yes, and that, that's how it was marketed. Yeah, and I think and, I explained that to you. Yeah, and, and once you did, I was like, oh my God, it makes sense. So I'm sitting there and all night, like I say, Mean Gene's been going on about who this third person is. So JD turns to me and says, who do you think the third person is? I'm no wrestlers. I I know. So I just went through deductive reasoning. Okay. They're being portrayed as they're from the WWF. I know Hulk Hogan goes to WCW around the same time. These guys jump ship. So it's probably going to be Hulk Hogan. So I'm like, I bet you it's Hulk Hogan. Bet you it's Hulk Hogan. I had no idea. What did I say? I went, okay. Okay. So I was like, I had no idea. Hulk Hogan comes out from behind that curtain. I was the happiest wrestling nerd you've ever seen in your life. Look, I'm look, like, yeah. I was just gonna say, I could describe it. He's looking at me, guys, and he's going, I told you, I told you, I bleeping told you. And I'm just looking at him going, uh-huh. Uh-huh. So yeah. The minute that happened, yeah, all attention went to the match. I think I actually didn't talk. Until like the the end of the match after that, because I was just so engrossed what? when when Hogan got there. 
And then what? I was like, he's going to try. Oh, he's going to leg drop Sting. Comes in, leg drop. I'm like, I'm, it, was, it was classic See, here's wrestling, the, man. Is I think I mentioned this when we were viewing this. Is Pete, at the time, you know, we were, what, 15 years old? 16 nah, years old? Something like that. 14, 15 years old when this happened. Yeah. People our age at that time, even though you were getting tired of the whole, all right, Hogan's been doing this my whole life at that time. Mm -hmm. You still felt betrayed. Oh, at yeah. that point in wrestling, you still felt, wait a minute. As much as I got tired of seeing what you were doing, wait a minute, you just turned your back on me and telling me to go stick it? You felt like you were betrayed after all those years. And what I want to ask you guys is, especially Logan, is what did you think about his promo? Most of that, I'm telling you, had to be a shoot. Yeah, it was it was pretty burning. What, um, I, I remember what you said, and I'll let you I'll let you give your thoughts on this. But there's there's one a Barris, There's one thing that Logan kept saying to me when Hogan when, when Hogan was given his little interview after the fact and all that garbage is coming in. Logan kept going, bring in the heat. Bring in the heat. That crowd, that crowd turned, <laughs> man. From everyone like, yay, to literally boo. It was instantaneous, all right? Hogan turned around. He's like, you know what this trash represents? Represents all of you guys. And I was like, oh, <laughs> the sick man, bring in the heat. So, <laughs> Their crowd went berserk. I went berserk. I'm like, yeah. You, at the same time, you were just like, oh. I'm like, just blown what away. Going on? Yeah. Just well, you were seeing it. You were actually seeing this for the first time. I know. It was crazy. But so to was, you, it was happening for the first time. It was, it was <clears> sick <throat> burns, man. There. Yeah. It had to be a shoot because there was some, yeah, made a lot of people all this money. And I didn't get anything for it. I got offered movies. <laughs> Billionaire Ted. Billionaire Ted. Wanted to talk turkey. You know, and all that <laughs> stuff. It was pretty cool. So, it was, it was cool. For, so for the for me for me personally, seeing this for the first time in 25 years. Well, the, okay, I should say this is the second time I've ever seen this pay-per-view, but I haven't seen it in 25 years since it actually happened. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, and there's 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 so many pay-per-views, even WWF ones out there and old in uh, other WCW ones that like when we when we reviewed 19, that had to be the first time I've seen it watched that since the night it happened. Mm -hmm. So I enjoyed it. A lot of these old ones I go back and watch. It's like I'm watching it for the first time again. You know, so um, I know, Logan, you enjoyed it. Oh, definitely. I, I give it a full house. It was a great, great night. I was I was kind of dreading it, to be yeah. truthful. And then, you know, we sat down and put it on. I'm like, okay, that first match grabbed me. If it wasn't for that first match with uh, Rey Mysterio and then Psycho, Psycho Goku, Oh, psychosis I mean, yeah, psychosis him. that's what i said you said All psycho right. goo goo yeah that's what i said jesus anyway if it wasn't for that match <laughs> at the start 
and they had something like the dog collar match. Yeah, it would have been uh, bad. It, it, I would have been done. But you know what, though? You know why I think we enjoyed it so much is we don't one through this whole pay-per-view. Yes, it had its bad points, which every pay-per-view does. We don't one. I think I said this at the beginning of the show is we don't see wrestling like that anymore. Yeah, it's it's like that type. Of, what what did I say is how you take a lot of that type of wrestling that we watched and bash at the beach and try to do that today. I don't know how much of it would work this, even though that's what people our age want to see. And I think I said this the other night where that'd be the same thing with like the wrestling we grew up with in the late eighties, early nineties. I would enjoy seeing that, but overall I don't think people would get a kick out of that style of wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's not moving at a hundred miles an hour. It's, it's, it's not just headlocks and hip, hip tosses, you know, but, what I was going to say is I think we enjoyed it because it was something completely different than the norm that we're used to now. Same thing. Like when we watch 19 and the old survivor series, all these other things we're reviewing, it's, it's different, you know? Yeah. I I actually enjoyed going back to the mid nineties because, you know, it's, it's nice to see that period where they were evolving. Yeah. You know, and of course, WCW went in the more, flamboyant way and wwf went into the attitude era um you know so it was it was really interesting to see this build up and uh, i felt especially happy to see the whole hulk hogan thing i've never seen it didn't know what was going on with it blew me away as a, just as a wrestling fan it didn't matter about it was wcw just how it was staged as well how some of the matches were the gimmicky matches, eh, you know, could have laid off those or at least like spread them out a little bit instead of having three in a row. But all in all, I thoroughly enjoyed the pay-per-view. I'm giving it a full house. I think Barris should pick pick the next pay-per-view we watch. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, I'm good for that. Old school, an old <laughs> school pay-per-view. Uh-oh, Barris, we got to give you some homework. Hmm. <laughs> all right. I was um, actually thinking about that. What, an old WCW or WWF one? No, ECW. ECW. Oh, okay. I'm you know what? Yeah. I could yeah. go. You know what? I could go <laughs> for an old ECW. I'm sure they're the on first, the network. The first ECW pay per view. Was that WrestlePalooza? Wasn't no. that their thing, WrestlePalooza? That was barely, barely legal. Barely legal. Okay. Isn't that a movie? <laughs> that's that's like a magazine. <laughs> We're gonna. Why don't we ask our fans right now? Um, what you know, we put this out there all the time. What would you like us to review? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm game. I've, yeah. I've my eyes have been opened. You know, yeah. I when I started back on the show like two years ago, like I said, I was just WWFE. That's it. Yeah. You can check us out at ringthebellradio.com. Like I said at the beginning of the show, you can hear all of our past episodes there. It's great if you want to binge a whole bunch of one episode or one podcast, not one episode. Got to binge lots of episodes, but one podcast. Yes, that's what I meant to say. Uh, King Logan got it right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you'd like to send us an email, we haven't got uh, any response from our buddy Jackson in a while. 
so we're still waiting. Aww. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, got your plane ticket right here, baby. Yeah, Aww. right. Huh? Oh, you said it. I bet you any money he gets a hold of us now. You said yeah. Yeah, there tickets. you go. But anyone, like I said, if you have any uh, show topics or anything you'd like us to review, you could email us at ringthebellradio at gmail.com. You know, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, get us a message somehow. You can either go to our we- even go to our website and send us an email directly from the website. You can do that. Uh, well, light, light a fire on a really tall hill, and then hopefully the next beacon will see your lit fire and keep on going until it gets to Gondor. Yeah, I was gonna say you could be like the uh, the Akawi tribe in F Truth and send us smoke signals. You know, um, yeah. So. If you don't have anything else, this is we were talking about Bash at the Beach, 1996, WCW Bash at the Beach. Barra, say goodbye to everyone. Hi, goodbye everyone. <laughs> All right, that's Barris for King Logan over there. I'm JD. You've been listening to Ring the Bell Radio Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next time. So long. <laughs>